0: want to prepare us for a time of intercession that we will be entering into corporately. I want to talk about Yeshua, our high priest, and his intercession that he's making right now, right now on this Yom Kippur. He is in heaven at the right hand of God and he is making intercession right now on this Yom Kippur. And I want to encourage us that Yeshua's high priestly intercession Will prevail. It will prevail. Prevail means it will oppose and overcome all forces that seek to hinder what he's interceding for. In Hebrews chapter 9, beginning in verse 24. It says, For Messiah did not enter a sanctuary made with hands, only a model of the true one, but into heaven itself, so that he might now appear in the presence of God for us. Right now, Yeshua is in heaven in the presence of God for us. What's he doing? He's interceding. This word presence here is prospropon, prospropon. It means presence or face. Like in 1 Corinthians 13 where it says we see in a mirror dimly but we will then see face to face. It's the word prospepon. Yeshua is right before the face of his father interceding. Why is he there? The scripture says it's for us but we may jump to conclusions too quickly when we hear that word us. It includes all of us, but I also want us not to forget something. This letter is written primarily to Messianic Jews. Yes, I think there were Gentiles who were part of this assembly as well, but it was written primarily to Messianic Jews. It's the letter to the Hebrews. So I want to suggest that when he says this word, us, he's not only thinking of all of the Messianic Jews or even the saved of every nation, tribe, people, and language. But I want to suggest he's also thinking of the whole nation of Israel. That when He says Yeshua is in the presence of the Father for us, interceding, He is interceding for all of us. But He's interceding also for all Israel. For all Israel. Now, how would I defend that from Scripture? He's interceding for everything that he died for. Everything he purchased through his death on the cross is what he is now interceding for. Everything he laid down his life to accomplish, he is now interceding to see it. Manifest On the earth And In The book of Hebrews Two times In chapter 8 and chapter 10 Jeremiah 31 is quoted And that's the prophecy of the New covenant Made with the House of Israel And the house of Judah It's made with the House of Israel and the house of Judah. What does that mean? What does house of Israel and house of Judah mean? It means house of Israel and house of Judah. That's what it means. He ratified that covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah through his sacrifice on the cross. Everything he accomplished on the cross, he's now interceding for. So he's interceding for the full promise of the covenant for the house of Israel and the house of Judah to be realized, to come into fullness for the whole nation of Israel. Now, we know when he died on the cross and ratified this new covenant... That it was for Israel first, but it was also for every people, every tribe, every nation, every language. It was for the Egyptians. It was for the Arabs. It was for the Chinese. It was for the Germans. It was for the, the Irish. It was for the Scots. It was for the Ethiopians. It was for those from Zimbabwe. It was for, for every people, tra- nation, tribe, and language. And he wants it all. He wants the full bride. He wants the full inheritance. He's not bleeding anymore, but he hasn't stopped fighting. He's not suffering on a tree anymore, but he's still suffering in seeing so many of the house of Israel and so many from the nations outside of this new covenant. He's still weeping over Jerusalem. He's still weeping over the nation of Israel. He's still weeping over the hostility between so many people groups with Israel. He's in heaven before the presence of God for a very big us, a very inclusive us. And he wants us to know his heart for how big this family is. He wants us to expand our vision for how big of a family his father wants, how big of a family he wants to spend eternity with. And Yeshua is in the presence of his father before his face, interceding for us. Everything that he went to the cross for, everything he purchased, everything he paid for, every person he died for, he is fighting through intercession for them. Now, people have to choose him, don't they? It's not automatic. Even for Jewish people, it's not automatic. They need to, by their free will and the grace of God, enter into this new covenant that God promised them, that Yeshua died to bring them into. And he's interceding that the veil over their eyes that Satan blinds them with, would be removed, And I think he wants to know, will we join him in his intercession? Will we make this a priority in our actual life? Or will it just be a doctrine? Will it just be a theology? We are a messianic congregation that has many Gentiles in it. I think you probably have read in Romans chapter 11 that a purpose for our salvation, if we're Gentiles, is for the provocation of Israel to jealousy. Do we have a burden for that? I know the the Jewish people in our community have a burden for their people to be saved, One way that those of us who are Gentiles can love our Jewish brothers and sisters in our midst is to help carry that burden, share in that burden. And one practical way that does take a lot of sacrifice is intercession. But there is an amazing privilege that Yeshua gives us who choose to stand in his name before the Father, right beside Yeshua, looking at the face of our Father, and saying, Father, I know your heart, that you want a lot more Jewish people to know your heart. And you want a lot more Jewish people to know your Son. And I'm willing to give my life as an intercessor, to see your heart satisfied, to see your heart filled with joy of seeing this new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah be enjoyed by the whole nation. And to stand with Yeshua and say, Yeshua, I actually think, Yeshua, that your intercession for the whole nation is going to prevail and I want to enter into that with you. I don't want to just believe it as a doctrine. I want to enter into your intercession for the salvation of all Israel. I want to give my life to that. I want to make sacrifices for that. I want to rearrange my schedule for that. I want to cut out some TV shows and give myself the prayer I want to start going to bed a little earlier so I can get up on time and join morning prayer and pray for the Jewish people. Or go to Tuesday morning prayer at IHOPKC. There was a 300 people prayer meeting for the salvation of Israel this morning. In our city. In our city, a 300 people prayer meeting for the salvation of Israel. That's happening in Kansas City. The worship leader is sitting right back there. Chris Tofflin. Thank you, Chris. Can you stand up for a minute, Chris? And your wife, too, please. Thank you. Thank you, because we can tell you're really getting it, Chris. You're really getting the Jew and Gentile. You're really getting that it's not just about even praying for the salvation of Israel. It's also about God building a family of Jew and Gentile now. In anticipation of that day when all Israel and all nations will be one under the rule of King Yeshua. Chris is getting that. Chris is putting that into music and song. He's doing that in our city, across the border, in Missouri. Because God's doing something in Kansas City. He's doing something across the border. He's doing something on the Kansas and the Missouri side. He's unifying a Jew and Gentile family here in Kansas City. He's doing something, it's bigger than kingdom living, I'll tell you that. It's bigger than kingdom living. We aren't the only people who have a heart for God. So if we we didn't put that on the repentance slides, but maybe we should. Yeshua is interceding for a family. He's interceding for everything he died for. He's in the presence of the Father, face to face with the Father, and he's interceding. And he wants us to enter deeper into the privilege of interceding with him. He wants to remove the excuses from us of why we don't give sufficient time in intercession. Could you give 10 minutes a day to intercede for the salvation of Israel? Let me just, uh, just look at your schedule for a minute. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back here. And I want you to just open up your your schedules for, for two minutes and just see if you have 10 minutes a day to pray for the salvation of Israel. I'll be back in a minute. Do you have 10 minutes a day? think that would be a good use of time. Start with three minutes a day. Sure. Start with three minutes a day. I'm not trying to guilt you into something. I'm trying to say we can join Yeshua in what he's doing right now in heaven. We can enter deeper into his heart The same heart that he had when he died on the cross. Because everything he's interceding for in heaven is for what he purchased on the cross. All the love he showed when he died for the sin of the world, he's interceding according to the Father's will to see everything he died for accomplished on the earth. And this is one way that we can enter into fellowship with Yeshua. That is not just an invitation for every believer. Not just an opportunity for every believer. Not just a privilege for every believer. Again, for the 80% Gentiles here, One purpose of our salvation is to see Israel come to salvation. Prayer reveals what's in our heart. What you pray for comes out of your heart. Prayer is a great monitor of the health of our heart and the loves of our heart. And I think the Holy Spirit wants to heat up our love for Israel. Heat up our love for the Jewish people. It honors Yeshua's work on the tree. It honors the holy blood he shed because he's interceding for everything he shed his blood for. He's interceding for a much greater harvest among the Jewish people. He's interceding for a much greater harvest among the nations. And kingdom-living Messianic congregation made up of about 80% Gentiles just because we're a part of a a Messian congregation and we're Gentiles, that doesn't exempt us from this purpose of our salvation to see Israel provoke the jealousy. It actually should make us even the best examples of living at that purpose of our salvation. Not like, well, let's save that for all of the, the Gentile churches and let them do that, and we'll just take ourselves off the hook of that responsibility of commitment to see Israel saved. Now, listen, I realize everybody doesn't have the same gifts. Well, you can pray, because everybody is, I would say, required by the Bible to pray, to talk to God, and to talk to God according to His will. But even beyond prayer, what gifts has God given you that you can use somehow to see Jewish people come to know Messiah and enter this new covenant. I want to encourage us to start asking the Lord, how can I use my gifts? How can I contribute, Lord? If it's administration, if it's serving, if it's mercy, if it's evangelism, if it's teaching, if it's prophecy, if it's music, how can I use my gifts to see what's in your heart, God, manifested on the earth? That's all I'm asking. I'm asking us to to step a little deeper so that what Yeshua died for and what he's in the presence of his father for right now, interceding for, that we would say, I want to be a part of that in a bigger way. I want to be a vessel in a bigger way. I want to give my life more to this. Because I know it's what you want, God. And I know it's actually for the sake of the whole world. So let's enter into a time of intercession now. Interceding for Israel. Interceding for the bride of Messiah to be made ready. Amen? Amen. Let's stand to your feet again.